Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. We ain't got no time to waste. Let's go. You are now listening to Jason Anderson, and you are in the the Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. All right, a Thursday edition of The Zone right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson with you, Josh Briscoe for now. Dylan Michaels heading up until 2 o'clock. The next four hours we've got you. A lot of stuff to get into and talk about today. We'll talk a lot of Chiefs today because uh, that's what we have on the docket for some of the guests we have. We'll talk with uh, Craig Stout, KC Sports Network, kcsn.substack.com. Craig Stout will be our guest at 11 o'clock, KC Laboratory Podcast. He's got a um, story out that he uh, put out this morning, the trade value of one Legereus Sneed. And uh, he takes a historical look at cornerbacks that have been traded since 2011, since the new CBA, and then looks at uh, cornerbacks that weren't traded with other players because that sort of uh, starts to muck up the whole deal, trying to get uh, apples to apples of what the Chiefs may be doing with Legereus Need at the franchise tag. Um, there are very few, honestly, players that uh, fall into the category of just player for draft pick cornerback since 2011. So uh, we'll get into that with Craig Stout. Some other things as well with the Chiefs, like Dave Merritt um, uh, interviewing with the San Francisco 49ers for his uh, their D.C. job. Don't you dare. Pretty sure he still has kids in high school. I sure <laughs> I mean, thought so. Did they graduate early? Is, Doogie, is his kid Doogie Hauser? Hey, yo, dog. There's a chance. I mean, can we get it too late to get them to adopt? Pretty sure Dawson is still playing and is a highly rated. I'm just saying. I I hope that Dave Merritt is incredibly successful in his career in a few years as a defensive coordinator somewhere or taking over as the Chiefs, D.C. Absolutely. Here in KC. That'd be great. Absolutely. Be Just wait with that. eight, nine, ten years for Spags <laughs> to retire, then that job is yours. I know, right? Have some more kids. Come on. Hey, wait six or seven more months. Andy Reid retires. Steve Spagnuolo is the new head coach. Dave Merritt, D.C. Boom. I mean. I just, I'm sorry. I was reading Pro Football Talk before I came in. <laughs> If you take the approach of Tyreek Hill, you'd never leave. Exactly. You'd always have kids in school here. <laughs> All right, 913-912-4810 is the text line. We'll talk to Craig Stout. Ryan Tracy will be our guest coming up at noon. Uh, get some draft talk with him, some uh, prospect talk, some Chiefs talk as well with Ryan Tracy coming up at noon. Sports or leisure at 1 o'clock uh, to uh, wrap things up here in the show, 913-912-4810, the uh, text line to be part of the show, part of the conversation. Um, I, I want to start with um, the uh, the Arrowhead Stadium, and it, it sort of goes hand-in-hand hand with the timing of the NFLPA report card that came out yesterday. And we were on the air trying to figure some of these things out. Let me just say that yesterday, trying to figure out what the timing of this was. And as I had said yesterday, that, okay, if this was done in March of 2023, because it was done in March of 2022 to release in 2023, and when it comes out and they're already doing the survey for the next year, how much can you expect there to change to be made? Mm -hmm. Well, detail in this, 
uh, seeing this after the show because you get to go back and read everything. Yeah. The survey was administered from August 26th to November 16th of okay. 2023. Interesting. So that is a horse of a different color. It meant that the Chiefs had from when the report was released in March until August to make some changes, which is how they, they talked about it, including the chairs with, with, with backs mm-hmm. on the seats instead of just the stool. Um, I was getting confused as to how they would include some of the changes that were made if those changes hadn't had an opportunity to be implemented. So it's smart that this survey was done August to November. That's probably the best time to do that because now you release it in March and you've got March, April, May, June, July, and it goes till November 16th. So you even have a couple of months into the season before you have to submit the survey. And over 1,700 players across the NFL submitted a survey. It does not say and it does not break down team by team in the surveys with the NFLPA. Uh, We'll get into some of those things, but I think it does tie in to a degree of what was going on yesterday with the announcement and the press conference and the renderings of uh, the renovated Arrowhead Stadium, which has been a resounding uh, excitement across the uh, the Kansas City area. People are excited. They're pumped. Um, there's a canopy. There's a there's a bridge from the Independent Center. My fans, that you can walk. My fan zone's been activated. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, there's a lot of activation going on in the zone. I am very activated. We have we have been active in the zone for a while, and uh, we are uh, the activation zone, which is one of the great corporate taglines. You know, just activation zone. Fans can come here and they can get activated in this zone. This zone, you whatever that means. It's an activation zone. You guys aren't active over there. Get the hell over there and activate. Can I activate right here? No, no, no. No, no, no. The no, zone no, is no. over there to activate. Yeah, that's the activation zone. Yeah, you can't activate right now. If you aren't activated, you can't activate until you get inside those confines right there. Nope. Step onto the... Um, no, nope, nope. Sorry. Moonlight, Graham. You no. actually have to step Mm-mm. across the rocks. That's right. Now you're that's activated. Right. Now Got you some, can... Someone's going to choke on a hot dog in the fan activation yes. zone, and all yes. of a sudden, man, the ghosts are going away. Oh my gosh, you can't go back to non-activated, can you? You can never. You go. Once you've been activated, you cannot go back. Son, if I'd never been activated for a minute, <laughs> now that would have been a tragedy. I better be getting back to my tailgate. Or at least you begin to think that I got a girlfriend. That's so good. So they got that going for him, which is nice. This is really nice. Um so they had the press conference going on yesterday, and there's a, a few things that, that we talked about yesterday in terms of um, the, uh, the the renovations and, and things like that, because it was very underwhelming. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot there. It didn't look like the average fan would see a whole lot of improvement. You can walk back, and there are some heated areas um, in the upper level, et cetera, et cetera. There are more suites. There's the end zone club level. It looks like they're adding some sideline suites. So, people that have a lot of money that won't see an impact on the taxes anyway, let's be honest, yep. Yep. <laughs> will be the ones that will most benefit from this. And I think it misses a lot of different points um, in this whole thing. I, I want to play... Clip number six with Mark Donovan, if we can, because I think this ties into both the stadium and also the NFLPA. I think it's a combination of those things. Here's Mark Donovan talking about 
you know, when this whole thing was coming up and, you know, the Royals wanted to move, and this has been an issue that's been going on for a couple of years, we knew the Royals wanted to move downtown. There's no doubt that they have had preliminary conversations for a while with the Chiefs of trying to break the lease and seeing what deal they can come up with to try to extend the three-eighths-cent tax and make sure the Chiefs are taken care of. So in that time, Mark Donovan talking about he and Clark Hunt when they're at different stadiums, taking a look around and seeing what they have. Clark and I and other members of our senior team for the last five years, every single time we go to an away game, we spend some time in the stadiums looking at what they've done, looking how they've done it. What can we learn from that? What can we take from that? What do we not want to do that they've done? And we have the good fortune of playing in Los Angeles twice a year to play the Chargers at SoFi Stadium and in Vegas to play the Raiders, in addition to getting another visit in February. Um, You know, when you're in those stadiums, and you're talking about, should we build a new stadium? Should we renovate Arrowhead? It's very easy to get jealous. And the jealousy comes from, could we actually do this? Could we do it in a new building? Could we do it at Arrowhead? One of the things that has me most excited about this entire project is that you sit on that field level of Allegiant Stadium and you look at that amazing end zone suite that they have, and you say, wow, too bad we can't do that. We found a way to do that. And not only are we bringing the best of the newest buildings in the NFL, but we're putting it inside the iconic Arrowhead Stadium. So as Clark said, we're keeping the spirit of this building and everything that makes it special, but we're bringing the very best of the best into the building. So a couple of things with that. He talked about two stadiums specifically. They go to different places. They can learn from those places. What can we do better? What what, what do we need? There's jealousy that starts to uh, come over you when you you see this beautiful, shiny new building that they're in. What do SoFi and Allegiant Stadium have in common? Besides having teams play there that um, in the AFC don't win. Uh, Besides that, the obvious ones, besides new coaches... Shuffling through there. Mm-hmm. Not the, beating the Chiefs. Not beating the Chiefs. The funny stuff that goes along yeah. with it. Besides those things. Barely being actually able to afford the stadium. Mm. That That's certainly part of the it. Cost? Cost. Are they the two most expensive stadiums? Is Jerry World still that up I, there? That I don't know. That I don't know. The price tag is not something I was thinking of. It, it goes in line with something we were talking about yesterday. If you're inside SoFi and Allegiant Stadium, Mark Donovan is telling us, but they looked around, and the rise said, oh, my God, how amazing would it be to put an end zone suite there? Yeah. And didn't look up. <laughs> you never looked up one time? <laughs> he said they see things at stadiums they, did, they didn't want to do. He looked up, and he was like, I can't see the sun. I don't like it. Well, what the hell, man? It's I- raining up there. Dry down here. Don't like it. Clark, <laughs> our halftime entertainment of looking at clouds and picking out what the shapes they are. Ooh, that's a giraffe over there. I wanted the giraffe, Clark. Can't see the flyover, Clark. I don't like it. <laughs> How are we supposed to see a flyover if there's a roof? What if we flew drones over? Shut up, Mark. <laughs> Tired of your BS and your lip. Hard to launch fireworks indoors. They looked around and saw an... Oh, good God, look at that end zone suite. Do you see those people standing around holding cups in their hand? It is so weird that that's the thing. So, uh, they they are standing at a high table. Look at them. 
sometimes they'll sit down. Look at them conversing. God, I bet they have so much money. They're mingling amongst Not as much money as you, Clark, of course. Yeah. But there, there's a game going on, and they're sort of half paying attention. That's cool, man. Do you think they get chairs with seat backs? Are they just stools in there? <laughs> what if they? What, if the Chiefs play too long, are they going to be able to actually do these innovations? Chiefs run around. Went around look, look at those seat backs. Oh, you see those seat backs in those suites right there? Man, they can lean. My God, not fall off the back. God, what? Can you imagine if we had a suite? Clark, in the have end? you seen this? Can you imagine the Arrowhead experience? The one thing that people always talk about with going to Arrowhead, what it misses. If I had more Arrowhead suite and less Chiefs guy in the end zone with the backwards uh, visor and the uh, sport coat uh, Arrowhead thing. You know what I hated? I'm lying. I want more of that guy. Don't you know, take that guy's seat away. You know what I hated? When Eric Fisher went up to the end zone and took beers out of the yes! stands and dunked them on himself yes! in a moment of pure pure spectacle. I want that to never be able to happen again. Do you remember what uh, what play that was? What was, you know what it was called? The play call? No, no, or... no. Which play and which game that was? Where I don't Eric know what Fisher... game it was. Was it just the Chargers or Raiders? No, it was the Houston Texans uh, divisional oh! round playoff game. Holy bleep, was it really? And I can't remember. It Blake might've... Bell touchdown. I was going to say, I was guess, I was going to guess it was Blake, Blake Bell's touchdown. Bell. That put him at 48 points. I was going to guess Blake rules. Bell's touchdown. Because you can get away with that. There's no chance that's going to come back to bite <laughs> yeah. you. You're up 48-24 uh, at that point. Have <laughs> a beer. <laughs> two of them. Two. He took two of them. Two beers. Point. Yeah. Now, if he gets there, he would take like a a clear solo cup yeah, and pour right. it on his head. Like throw, he would, he'd throw a lime wedge into his ear hole. He would take the, the small soda. Yes. Take the small straw out before yes. he dumps it up. <laughs> Eric Fisher <laughs> poked himself in the eye with a tiny cocktail straw? No. Oh, do you have a lime? Is there a lime lemon here? Like, oh, let me shake it out of my he would walk I'm over there. Instead of dumping the beers on his head, he would go and actually sip out of the straw. That's pretty good. That is a dainty little celebration. And then he hands it back. Ooh, is that a wine? Bartles and James. Give me that one right there. Ooh, cheese block. Mm. Do you think maybe maybe <laughs> what actually happened is that Mark Donovan walked out into those stadiums and he looked around and he looked up at the ceiling, up at the roof there, and he went, man, Clark, this is sweet. And Clark was like, great idea. Yes. Sweet. S-U-I-T-E. You're damn no, no, right no, no, no. it is. No, I mean, like, their practice facilities are great. And, like, there's a look at the roof they have. It doesn't rain inside. But honestly, like, that's the... It, when they could probably have Super Bowls here. We went to Allegiant twice this year. Yes. And that's a beautiful <sighs> roof that's there. Yeah. Like, there's there, no part of it was... Because, again, if you're spending $800 million... Is it going to cost another eight hundred million to put a roof on that? I, I have no idea. Like I, I, I'm, I'm asking you, Josh. You're the one that's worked well, in construction for a long exactly. time. Exactly. I have a significant input on that. Well, I, what we looked at from the original rolling roof that we yes. make us pulling up yesterday, it was like eight hundred and some million dollars in total, and then an extra like one seventy for, for the, the roof. roof. Yeah, which feels and still incredibly low in and the that, grand scheme of that cost. And that one seventy was rolling between Kaufman and Arrowhead. That was a, that was a double stadium roof. At this that is point. just one to go on Arrowhead. Yeah, that doesn't even have to be fully encased to where you know. Well, I guess if you wanna if you wanna host like a Final Four, you're gonna have to have that weatherized sure. and controlled. It can't be to where it's like you just put like a canopy over it. <laughs> Like, you don't want to do that. Uh, just, there's actually a guy in midfield, instead of raising the flag, they're just over there pulling the canopy. I feel like that's Hold fun. On. We can make that it's work. the guys that pull up the uh, field goal net. Yes. <laughs> are the it, same it, ones yeah, that are all opening the, there. Ca- the canopy on the top. Um, one other thing about SoFi that's interesting is that it was it was also entirely privately funded. Oh, was it? Oh. By who? By who, Josh? Was it uh, the Spanos family? I don't. Let me double check here. Hold on. Dylan, I don't think it was the Spanos you're family. Getting, you're getting very cranky over there. Any any, any other guesses? <laughs> a little bit of a cranky old man? Yes. What? 
Stop being all crunky over there. It's like five a five billion dollar stadium, but mm. it didn't cost California taxpayers anything. So if you want to put suites in Arrowhead, that's great, Clark. Well, you can do it. You can do it for a fifth of that cost. They would have voted no. Any more taxes there? They don't have any money. It's all gone. <laughs> it's amazing that you it's amazing that an NFL taxes? owner again. Amazing that an NFL owner was able to find the money in the couch cushions. <laughs> that's right. Um, but that's the first thing I thought of was you didn't look up and see a roof yeah. uh, at all. Uh, that's at, interesting. At, at, at no part. Mm. That, that's what you, you saw the because the end zone uh, club suite thingy does not entice me whatsoever. It means because you, I think it makes you'll it never look, be there. Well, and I think it makes it look worse. I've never liked the uh, looking at a, at a team that's going into the like. I think of Miami mm. and think perfect spot for them. That's a great right. thing for them because in Miami you're sort of out in the elements enjoying yourself. You know, right? I mean, that's kind of the the lifestyle. That's what I would think. Maybe I'm wrong for Dolphins games. I don't think Dolphins games are like the hardcore, in-your-face football fans. This is what we do. Sunday, it's tailgating. Our entire day, whether it's Sunday or Thursday or Monday, is about the Chiefs. We're going there. We're going to have a blast. We're going to tailgate before. We're going to go to the game. We're going to party afterwards, and it's going to be an all-day event, which is why you don't need all the development around the area mm-hmm. to keep the Chiefs at that spot. It's because it is in itself a party. There have been a lot of people that have been activated throughout the years <laughs> that have been tailgating Very there. I, I just feel it makes you look a little cheese and wine crowd, and and I don't know. I don't. I, I, that's just not the. It's not the arrowhead I think of is to look at the sideline and see, like, big seats where people are sort of cushy and lounge chairs and then look in the uh, end zone and see the same thing with some high tables and people just standing around and a lot of space that's not being utilized for fans that could be sitting there because um, there are some hardcore fans that sit in the end zone. And there are some hardcore fans that are losing their seats. When yes. this gets done, yes. there are people that have had end zone seats for a long time, and you know how long they have had to have seats to eventually move up and up and up to get those front three or four rows to be there and you're saying to them sorry you know uh, you've got to move somewhere else we're gonna be able to charge more money and we'll just kick you back a few rows where are you gonna where are you gonna move them you said it makes makes you look like a wine and cheese crowd i was thinking about the other cheese crowd lambo leap doesn't work into investment bankers it doesn't it doesn't work it 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 is it is so bizarre to me to talk about like the soul of arrowhead and all of those things while having this be the kind of upgrade you're talking about putting heaters in around an upper concourse is good for large numbers of fans during freezing cold games that'll help coming coming up with ways to expedite concessions and modernize some of those things it's going to benefit Mm -hmm. Let's say 50,000 people <laughs> at a game. If 50,000 of your people are benefiting from a thing, I think it's probably a yeah. pretty good investment. $800 million? Where is that going? How- I, I, you could get a lot of concession stand upgrades for a lot less than that. How much of the $800 million is going to the average fan? Like, honestly, how much of the, it's a uh, fabulous question. Of the $800 million goes to the average fan that's going to be out there that isn't already tailgating and enjoying themselves? Like, yep. adding to the experience of game day, it's not like there hasn't been some sort of activity or things to do before the game. It's one of the things we're most known for yep. is doing things before the game. There doesn't need to be a, a inorganic entertainment right. that's there. Everything has sort of grown organically over the years of tailgating. And so $800 million, I don't need a walking bridge from the independent center. Right. You know, I, I don't I don't need, um, you know, well, my son might 
will really enjoy the football field. Well, that would right. be out there. That, that, that's, that's the thing. Or, that, that entertainment would certainly work. It organic would help, it would be and inorganic for- are fabulous words for this. Because if you want to do things for the tailgate experience that will provide more organic opportunities for more fans to enjoy that or mm-hmm. – we're making fun of the phrasing because it's super corpo. <laughs> but if your fan activation zone actually means field for the kids to run on and throw the football around mm-hmm. while you tailgate, having some some maybe some extra restroom facilities that aren't completely blue and plastic. I don't, I don't know if you want to install actual uh, facilities that way or maybe it's just upping your porta potty game, whatever it is. If, if you want to accentuate that process, fabulous. Would not cost you nearly as much as, mm-hmm. as we're hearing right now. I don't know. I love more green spaces. I think that's a great part of the, yeah. the downtown baseball look. I don't fully understand what they're doing in the parking lot renderings that we saw. The trees and shrubs like and everything. Random trees and shrubs like you would just see. Just like adding, It's just adding color. It's, it's just for the renderings. I, and that's, it, may be, it may never be there. It's, Who knows? No, I mean, how, how much but, money are you going to spend on planting trees in a parking lot? It's like, weird. It's, it, it feels like any little like kind of strip mall area. Like, well, we'll put – we have a little barrier here so these cars don't cross. Over. We'll put trees there so it'll look nice. Like I've never looked at um, a, a, a picture of, you know, the broadcast – Coming into Arrowhead Stadium and showing all the tailgating and go, man, that's that's sort of a monotone. <laughs> that's only a yeah. that's a one note color there. Yeah. It, it, where's do they have any like shrubbage or anything? Some green? Like, can you get a bush or, or a few there? Come on, I mean, there's bush lights everywhere. Bush, can I get bush like, everywhere. Can I get some uh, shrubs? Can I get a tree? And and again, like who is that serving? Like, what's the what is the point of that? Again, like I just if, for aesthetics, and I'm not paying eight hundred million dollars for aesthetics. And if they wanted to have Arrowhead Park somewhere off to the edge of the parking lot, that's again another place. You put a playground over there so the kids yeah. have something to do. If you get bored during, they get bored during the tailgate or whatever. Something that is in some way functional and ideally functional more than ten days a year for the people in your city. That's another spot where like I think the Royals end up having some better arguments than the Chiefs have, which is that that stadium is going to get used eighty one times a year. Kansas City. This one we're talking about eight plus playoff games, and I, I'm having a hard time seeing where that money's going and seeing where you're going to be getting a return on that investment. Really, the only thing they could put there is just tent space for massive gatherings. Like if you have like a party or you want to like rent out, mm-hmm. say a certain amount of square footage of that grass plot. That's yeah. really all you can do with that. And for get the trees, Arrowhead Stadium, there you go. Yeah, right. you can rent that out. Get a, a, a party venue. Exactly, and they could supply it. It could be part of their package or something mm-hmm. as well. Um, but that's about it. And like Cowboys, like Jerry Jones, or it's called like Cowboy Park or something. It's just like a oh, giant did. strip of statues and different like monuments. Right. Like kind of talking about the history of the team. It's just not like a bunch of trees and, and grass, basically. Yeah, I, I also expected there to be more of something like that. Yeah. We were talking about it a little bit before everything yesterday. It was like, well, may, maybe they have some. Again, some way to to build on the mystique, and what I feel like we're hearing is that hey, for eight hundred million dollars, we'll put in some space heaters and some suites down at field level. That's going to be worse for most fans and a little worse on TV, but better for the people who are going to spend the most money. And and really, usually like companies and stuff, they're going to have that. I don't know. It feels feels a little soulless to me for a whole lot of money. We'll take a timeout. On the other side, I do want to talk about the tie-in with the NFLPA survey, with with what we heard from Mark Donovan and going around other stadiums. Because my first reaction in going around other stadiums and hearing that was. You know, you went to SoFi, you went to Allegiant, you never looked up mm-hmm. and, and saw the roof and thought, man, that'd be awesome to put that thing on top of Arrowhead Stadium. Um, but also when you read the NFLPA stuff, you go, when you're going to these stadiums, you ever check out the training rooms? You ever check out the facilities? You ever check out the locker rooms? You ever check out the practice facilities? You ever check out uh, the athletic training facilities? You ever check out those things while you're there? Or is it just you're, you can't take your eyes off the cool end zone suite, which 
kind of have an idea of what the answer to that is. Hanging out on this uh, Thursday edition of The Zone, Jason Anderson, Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We'll talk with Craig Stout. No. You're, you, you can keep talking, Jason. People can't. You're like, I'll, sing, I'll sing it, Dylan. It's fine. <laughs> 11 o'clock, we'll talk with Craig Stout. Noon, Ryan Tracy. 1 o'clock, Sports or Leisure. You know, we talked a little bit about as we went to break the NFLPA. Um, um, the survey that was out. And one of the things that I was wondering about, the, the, the timing. And, and um, I gave more of a benefit of the doubt yesterday because I didn't know when the, the timing of the survey took place. But there's less of a benefit of doubt uh, with this. What I find most interesting is some of the places where they've declined <laughs> from mm-hmm. one year to the next um, when they've actually made improvements to those. But also, to me, it's a let's look at this. Clark Hunt got an F minus. Where can he spend more money? If this is Clark Hunt pinching pennies, where does the money go to spend to make your team better? Right? So. I thought this was interesting. The uh, the treatment of families. Last year, so the treatment of families this year, they got a uh, they got a D plus, which was shockingly high around the average of the rest of the NFL, right? Yeah, they were they were 18th. Uh do you remember what the um I remember, I mean, how could you remember? I mean, I looked at that this morning. Uh any guesses to what their grade was last year in treatment of families? I, I felt like it was not great last year because there were there was like no family room or something like that. But I I don't think it was that. It was honestly like a C minus. C minus. Um, they actually treatment of families uh, last year got a B. No, oh, interesting. Twelfth in the NFL. Huh. Um, the complaint was that they didn't offer daycare. Okay. They had that. They have a D plus this year. They dropped to eighteenth. They provide daycare now. Hmm. But it's across the street on game day. Um, they provide a family room at the stadium. Last year, they were one of 11 teams that did not provide daycare. So they got this. They decided to provide daycare for the uh, the families. It's across the street on game day. number of players want daycare to be offered on site, like most NFL teams, which would make it much more convenient for the families. I would agree. Yeah. Because if you're... What's the point of having daycare off-site when daycare could probably just be at your house? (laughs) If your family wants to go, like if your wife wants to go to the game and there's a two-year-old, a three-year-old, four, whatever it is, and it's like, well, we're going to drop them off at daycare. Well, I'm just driving to the stadium and back with a bunch of people that might have been drinking for no reason. Because it's not like the kid can then be hanging out, and then you go and get them, and you hang out Pick with daddy up, in the locker room, right. and go out to the uh, to the uh, to the field, play some catch, like enjoy yourself with the family after daddy's done with work, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting they provided a daycare, and then they dropped. They got worse, yeah. Because really, like it seems like that's pretty minimalistic. We'll we'll provide a daycare. Um, I just want to know where it's located. Yeah. Because they provided daycare across the street on game day. What what street what? around? <laughs> okay, I was thinking the, the same thing. Sports complex is is there a daycare? Is it at Kaufman? If they do it, if they if they just if they open it, up you know Kaufman, what? 
it might if they open up Kaufman, they wouldn't have to drive off site. Yeah. Then they could walk over and grab the kid yeah. and then head back over. There's That's something right. there, yeah. I guess. If it was at Taco Bell, that would be less convenient. <laughs> yeah, and if it was any other building, it would be not across the street. What's the uh, what's the 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 place that's like the uh uh, the the swimming park in the hotel, <laughs> it's like across, Great Wolf Lodge. Like it's good, but it's but it's like across. The the, but they got one like right there, right? Isn't there like the hotel that's got like I a slide know. coming out or whatever? I actually, don't know. Um, anyway, like maybe that's where it is. But it's across the street. The street is state line. It's actually in <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> that's right. It's a Great Wolf Lodge. But it is funny. Like you want daycare? Fine, we'll get you daycare. We'll provide that. You're gonna need to to go to that gas station. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to walk in. Knock three times. The code word is the crow flies at midnight. <laughs> you then walk down the stairs, take a right. You're going to have to go down a slide. The kids are going to love that. That's no, great. Then drop the kids off. Now, you are going to have to do the fireman's pull up. Yeah, which that's is going to be tough. That's, that's going to be tough. That's but tough. that's the only way to get out if you want to go back to the... Uh, you want a daycare, we got your daycare. I mean, how much do you, what do you guys want? And by daycare, we do mean that we have them actually just stocking the shelves at the gas station, but they love it. They're having a great time. It's very fun. You see that Willy Wonka thing that's going around right now, that Willy Wonka place that definitely was oversold with AI images and everything? That's the Chief's daycare. <laughs> the kids are restocking Aramark in yeah, the stadium. Yeah, that's right. Yes, they are. They, they're in the stadium. And think about how much those kids are going to benefit from the new heaters in the upper concourse area. They're the bar back. They're going and grabbing ice. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Oh, your fingers hurt, huh? Now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled... Landscaping duty. That's funny, bronze. I thought somebody named yeah. after a metal would be a little stronger. <laughs> you understand we're putting trees out there in the uh, <laughs> parking lot. Yeah, that concrete's going to have to be brought up somehow. Go grab a shovel now. Everybody Any- go get a shovel. Anybody else not re- want to uh, reload the hot dogs? Anybody else mad about reloading the hot dogs? Eh, you get the hell out. <laughs> if you're going to cry like a baby. Oh. Anybody that poops their diaper in there is going out to plant those trees. Anybody else want to want to speak up? Huh? We got play school shovels over there and burn <laughs> treatment over here. If you do touch the hot dog roller by accident, <laughs> play school shovels and Tonka trucks. <laughs> yeah, we're excavating. You want to bring this? Hey, listen, Clark's not paying a nickel more than three hundred million dollars. You know who's taking care of, demoli- of the demolition of Kauffman Stadium? You little punks. Um, hey, uh, Noah. I couldn't help but notice with your Tonka truck that uh, you just move rocks from there to here. How does that help us? Can you explain how that is going to help us? Those rocks, it doesn't matter. I need you to get below the surface. Do you want us to trade your dad to the Packers? You can go cry in Green Bay if you want. Larson, come here. Uh, can you come over here and show Noah, show Noah how it's done? Jackson? <laughs> Tired of your lip? We need a mini Eric Bieniemy around here, <laughs> not Eric Bieniemy's child. We need a miniature Eric Bieniemy. I tell you what, you better drag your ass across that finish line, kid. That Zachariah is one hell of a stalker. <laughs> he is a heck of a restocker. Brandon, Brendan, and Brunden, get over here. And I'll say this: at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, those shelves are restocked. You know, it's time to take the diapers off. Nope, not you, actually. Not not you. <laughs> but you do need to go to work. You, you get working, but keep the diaper on, actually. I just realized what bad advice that was. You got about four hours. Let's get some stuff done, okay? You're about 
You work, are you kidding me, kid? You work eight dates a year. <laughs> eight. Eight times. <sighs> That's all. And I got to hear your lip? Can't believe all this is in the NFLPA report. <laughs> it got really specific on some of these things in the surveys. So many exact quotes from toddlers. I don't know how they can verify those, but they did. Uh, so other places that they got worse. Oh, yeah. Uh, strength coaches. They ranked 27th. Um, a C plus. Last year, they had an A minus. That's very weird. Very weird. Um, did someone retire last year? They went from 94%, so the uh, uh, strength coaches, because they added a few more categories this year uh, from, from last year. That's one of the things that I, that I saw. Um, last year, players felt like 94% of the players that re- responded to the survey felt like there was an individual plan for them. Mm. That's now 76%. So it dropped almost 20% from one year to the next, of feeling like there's an individual plan in the strength coaches from last year to this year. Barry Rubin did retire last March. I forgot, I'm double-checking mm-hmm. on that. He'd been the strength and conditioning coach for 10 years. Dropped 20% from last year to this year. Hmm. Um, training staff, 32nd last year, 32nd this year. They went from a D- minus to an F. Um, team travel was an F last year at 28th. It's now 27th and a D. So they moved up one spot and and one letter grade. Um, last year, fifty nine percent of the the uh, the survey responders respondents mm-hmm. those uh, players felt like there was enough space on the plane. Fifty nine percent. This time around, it was eighty three percent. And they did talk about they were getting a bigger plane. They were getting uh, the complaint last year and this year is roommates on the road for rookies. Right. Um. Here's here's a couple of points with this. They didn't have head coach last year. Mm-hmm. They didn't have owner last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have head coach and owner this year. Andy was an A. Uh, Clark Hunt was an F minus. Um, they also, last year was food and nutrition was one category. This year it's food and cafeteria is one category and nutritionist and dietitian is one category. Interesting. So they got an F in nutritionist and dietitian. Last year they got a D plus 18th in food and nutrition and uh, they they complained there sometimes there wasn't enough food, but they were offered three meals a day. Like there were some teams that didn't offer food at all, right. um, or one meal a day, and then on off days there was no food, or you had to provide your own, whatever it might be. But the nutritionist is thirty first. Here's where there are some things that it's like, okay, what can be changed, and then where does Clark Hunt come in? The the training staff. And the complaints last year to this year about the head trainer, that's Andy's guy. Yeah. He ain't going anywhere until he retires. So they can complain about Rick Burkholder all they want. Andy Reid got an A. But Andy Reid's guy is one of the biggest complaints that they have. In addition to the larger issues of not having enough training staff below him and all that. But Burkholder's name came up a lot last year especially. Which is where Clark Hunt comes in. Right. Because if you're talking about spending money, to me, I understand the players want a nicer practice facility locker room. And they're talking about renovating that. And, and uh, 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 Mark Donovan said something like $2 million they're going to invest in, in, in redoing that. Okay. Well, that's probably from last year's complaints. Mm-hmm. That, okay, let's get him some chairs now. And now we need to figure out how we're going to renovate this thing to make it better for the players. I mean, we're winning Super Bowls and we got Swifties now. Let's go ahead and spend some of this money. But... 
if you're out at other stadiums and you're looking at the end zone suites, look at the training room. Look at the locker room. Ask around to the nutritionist. Because if you're the Chiefs, hey, um, Minnesota Vikings, you got an A on your nutritionist. How much? Right. How much for you to come work for the Chiefs? How much? Oh, hey, training staff, guys that worked with other not head. I'm not going to take you from a head trainer and make you work under Rick Burkholder, yep. but the training staff around the league, teams that got an A. How much? What are you guys doing? How much? How much for your second in command? Who wants yes. who wants a promotion? Strength coaches. How much? Weight room. That's that's money being spent, but being spent in places that can have actual impact. It's nice if they want a, a PS7 in their in their lockers, right, right? right? And I also understand when you've got players like uh um I'm trying to think of draft picks this year. Um not Rasheed Rice. Was, not no, not really. Trying to think of like But it, Clyde Edwards Elaire going from LSU to Kansas City a few years ago exactly was, right. was probably whiplash. Yes, Trent McDuffie going from UW. Yeah, there you to, go. That's um, uh, to to the Chiefs. It's like, whoa, these facilities are like SEC facilities are ridiculous. You know? Uh, uh Gary Dieter was talking about like every day at Alabama, they'd have like seven or eight different Maasai? Masseuses? Messi? Massagers? Messiahs, I think. Messiahs, I think okay. it's Messiahs. They have seven or eight Messiahs, one main being Nick Saban. <laughs> That's right. Then they'd have, then they'd have right. seven or eight below. But he's like, every day you'd walk in there, and there's seven or, or eight of, uh, where you can go get a massage. And he was like, at Arrowhead, it was one. He was talking about a, uh, is it a cryogenic chamber? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah. That when he heard his yeah. back with the Chiefs, he was told that he needed to spend like an hour a day in that. Um, at Bama, they have those. But with the Chiefs, they didn't. He had to go to Kaufman. No kidding. Because the Royals had one. So we would walk over to Kaufman or maybe take a golf cart. I don't know. Right, sure. It wouldn't but. be smart to make him walk. But with the training staff and the nutritionist and yeah. the drink coach and everything, they might have actually made him walk. I don't know. Jog. <laughs> Stretch it out of the way over there. Hop, a in the, scooter, hop in the chamber. Not sure. I'm looking at SMU's locker rooms, by the way, right now. These, I, I guess, these are probably their main locker mm-hmm. rooms. I bet Kansas these State are, has some pretty nice. These are know, ni- these threads. are nicer than the Chiefs' practice locker rooms for sure. And those Kansas, are the ones they spend most of their days. I in. bet Kansas State has some pretty nice threads That's such a, um, around there for FAU and, and things like that, and guys that are coming in to the league. And so, like those things, I get it. I understand where you know extra room on a plane. Okay, roommates on on the road. Okay, whatever. They also complain about being in St. Joe, you know, and having to stay in the But there's a logic to that. Andy Reid has a logic to that. There might be a logic with Andy Reid on the roommates on the road with rookies. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe Maybe. it's to keep your head on straight. But if Blanya Morris snores and Rasheed Rice isn't rested on Sunday, we're we're, going have trouble now. But it's like, okay, you got a lot of money Sorry for picking the linemen saying that maybe the linemen, maybe I just picked the first two I could think of. Saying he's got sleep apnea? No, I'm not. I don't know that. You don't know that. Sorry. But I, I... I'm I'm just guessing here. I have no idea. It just popped into my head with maybe the the thought process is you got guys who are 22, 23 years old and yeah. have more money than they've ever had in their life, and now you're on the road at a different city, and you can go out and do. Hey, you know what? Keep track of each other. Yes. You know, challenge the other person because you know if I'm by myself, I can sneak out here and then come sure. back. Like, all right, are you ready to go? I know if you were here or not. You know if I was here. Maybe that's part of sure, it. I don't totally. know. Is, uh, yeah. Could be. There's rhyme or reason to St. Joe. We know that, but. These are fixes that you can write a check for. And 
the the actual parts of the nutrition, strength coaches, training staff, weight room, those are the things that I care about Clark Hunt spending the money. Cool. Get them nicer chairs. Chairs. I mean, we have chairs with backs on them right. and, here. And if we had stools here yeah. where we spend four hours every day in these chairs, we would be uh-huh. worse at our jobs. Yeah. Because hour three. I have to three, go sit in a cryogenic chamber for yes. because of my back. At hour three, we would be on the, we'd just laying on the desk going, you know, guys, I'm running out of energy here. Like my neck, my back. There's performance-related yes. stuff that's here. A, and that's the part. Performance-related stuff. That's the part. The performance-relating stuff. And do they... Also, did they have a room to offer daycare at Arrowhead? Were they maxed out in all their space and, hey, we want to offer daycare. We can't do it here. Let's find another place to do it. Okay, we got to do it across the street. Well, what street? Is it at Kaufman? I mean, is it at Denny's? You know, like, where's... Which, there's a Grand Slam is over there they can enjoy. Down the street at the practice facility somewhere? It's not a bigger facility. I don't... It's very yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly. It could be, it could be down there. Uh, I have no idea. Like, those are things that, yeah, you can make it better in the lives of the players. But how do you make the players better yes. is where you should be spending that money. And if the Vikings have the best nutritionist in the NFL, then I'm giving them a call and saying, how much money? And we'll buy out your contract. Whatever it is, how much money? This training staff, you're the best. How much money? You can come work for the Chiefs because now you're working with Patrick Mahomes and these other. Kirk Cousins is, is awesome. You know, Kirkland Cousins, great. You know, but you can work with the Kansas City Chiefs here. And you like rings. You want a ring or two or three? Who knows? That That's where the money to me. I don't care about the locker room stuff. I don't. Honestly, I don't care about it. They'll get it fixed. They'll figure it out. It's not going to keep somebody from signing with the Chiefs if you pay them the most money. But I want somebody to have preventative care that feels like they can go to the training staff and say, hey, I got an issue here, and they don't go, eh, I'm sorry, our table's are full. Um, would you like smoking or non-smoking? Mm-hmm. Because smoking is available right now. Not uh, Josh, you don't have to worry about that. You've right. never you've never dealt with those things. Yeah. Uh, you've never got there and had to make a decision, a That's life right. choice of – do I want to sit down right now at smoking section, or do I want to wait? How long is the wait for non-smoking? First available? Okay. Uh, kids, your lungs are healthy. <laughs> <laughs> you got a few of these. You got, you got five or six. It'll be all right. You got, you got a lot of secondhand smoke yeah. to, to be able to inhale. You're fine. Um, you know, sorry, tables here at the training staff are full. We don't have the massage therapist to help you out. Go call Deshaun Watson. Figure those things out. You know, he apparently Houston didn't have that either. You know, there. Actually, I do want to check and see if <laughs> Texans, where they came in with the training staff. And At this point, they should it should be straight A's for Houston. No they doubt about that. They should have their stuff figured out. No doubt about that. That's where Clark Hunt needs to spend the money if he's going to. That's the main thing. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Continue rolling. What's up next? Nine one three nine one two four eight ten. Some text coming in. Text says talking about the daycare. You mentioned uh, Jackson. Yeah. Is Mahomes taking his brother to the daycare. Yeah. I heard you going through names like that. I was that's anybody. That's anybody. That like, <laughs> I knew. I knew that you didn't mean it. But I think the phrase you said was Jackson. I'm tired of your lip. And I was like, I I know Jason wasn't doing that for a. Uh, 
grown up little brother of a player, but I I heard it. And unfortunately, so did the Texters. Uh, Tex says, uh, do we know what percentage of Chiefs players respond to the NFLPA survey? We don't. They didn't. They don't give out individual teams. Just that over seventeen hundred players responded across the NFL. Seventy-seven percent of the league, I believe that that was the, the percentage. I think I saw. Also saw JJ Watt tweeted this morning. Of all of those voting sheets, Pro Bowls, top one hundreds, a lot of a lot of guys throw it in the trash or put down friends' names or make a rookie fill it out. JJ Watt says the two I've seen taken most seriously: team captains and NFLPA ownership slash facility report card. Interesting. That guys are actually invested in this, and they should be. Interesting. I mean, there's a lot of response of, um, you know, too bad for the uh, players, but... Yeah, why would you want your employees to be happy? I, I don't want the players healthy at all.